Klaus and a Rick Flair. Welcome to the world's greatest ish podcast. Welcome to Backstage Heats. I'm Brandon. And I'm Hunter. And on today's episode, we'll be running down AEW Revolution as well as previewing WWE Fastlane 2021. Right into it. Yeah, so I guess we'll just yeah, we'll just jump right into the Revolution rundown. Um <laughs> So this is a weird show, I, f- I felt. Very. Yes. Agreed. There was very little great on it. A decent amount of good and then just... A lot some, of good. And then some, some bad. <laughs> oh, there was definitely some bad. Um, so I think for our rundown, the best match of the night, at least for me, was Hikaru Shida defending against Ryu Mizunami. Which we knew that match had a lot of potential going into it. It definitely lived up to that. I think the commentators, Excalibur especially, really helped drive home the story of this match with Ryu Mizunami kind of not respecting Shida due to their past. And then kind of Sheeta earning that respect at the end. Yeah, it, it's a great story right there. Yeah. So, and and this very hard-hitting, very, like, Japanese women's wrestling style. Yep. Um, Japanese style in general. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, second, we had the Young Bucks defeating MJF and Chris Jericho to retain the tag titles. Really good tag match i think we got to see like a different side of the bucks than usual they were more aggressive a little more like mean which was cool yeah to see. and i mean yeah i feel like that had to do a little bit with their links outside of the match to being heels and whatnot yeah and, and i just thought this was a really good match jericho and mjf did did a good job the ward low spot was nice um, and yeah, just overall, wasn't anything like special from from the Bucks or um, the Inner Circle, but it was definitely quite good. It, it set up with a new storyline, so that was pretty cool. Um, so then third, we had the Face of the Revolution ladder match. This was pretty fun. The surprise entrance oh, yeah. was was Ethan Page, which we kind of said was one of the potential people going in yeah which is good to see him in there because he is a really good wrestler yeah i don't think his opportunities i don't think his start with AEW has been all that great yet but we'll see his end with impact was even yeah it's just yeah i I just don't know who he is as a character (laughs) yet but they can they have some time to figure that out i suppose um, but yeah, this was just a fun multi-man ladder match. I mean, I personally didn't really like the stuff with Cody in the match. I think it was just kind of weird and like very Cody. Honestly, it was probably more of a way to just get him in the match by having him or on the pay-per-view by just having him in that match. Yeah. I, and I guess there was an unexpected winner because I don't think either of us really expected Scorpio Sky to, to win that match. No. 
Not at all. I thought it was Archer the whole way. Uh, and there's been some cool fallout from that match, the Pentagon and Cody stuff, and then the Scorpio Sky fully turning heel. Exactly. I liked it. Um, and then we had the cinematic street fight, Sting and Darby Allen versus Team Taz. This, the camera work on this and like the cinematography was really cool. It was. I was definitely thrown off by the random commentary over it, though. Yeah, they could have just not had commentary. <laughs> it would have been way better without commentary. Or just have better commentary, because they were trying to like make it sound like it was live when it very much wasn't live. It's like, yeah. Yeah, that was. it was kind of embarrassing for that part. But like cinematic-wise, it was really good. Yeah, it looked really fucking cool. <laughs> like the whole basically. the whole aesthetic of it looked really cool and I mean I'm sure the the cinematic aspect of it helped, but Sting looked good. Yeah, he did. Looked real good in that. Uh Darby he had a took some takes too. Darby took some crazy bumps as usual. And <laughs> as you expect. Darby way. And then next we next up we had the Casino Tag Team Royale, which was won by Death Triangle. The last the, f- in that. the final four of this match was insane. Like it was so nuts. <laughs> yes, it was. And I mean everyone predicted that that would probably be that final four, because like all those teams deserve that spot. Yeah, just <sighs> Phoenix is insane, dude. He's so fucking good. <laughs> He's been so underrated for his whole career. He's always been the number two to Pentagon. Yeah, well, not anymore. <laughs> no. Not anymore. I don't know how he has so much speed to go, like, through the middle ropes to, go, like, over that little barricade they have. Because he did that in this match, and it looked like he almost killed himself. But I don't know how he goes, like, that fast. I don't even know. No, you gotta have some sort of good sprint speed or something, because that shit's insane. Um, But yeah, even if you don't want to watch this whole match, which is, like, somewhat understandable, definitely check out mm-hmm. the, the the last, like, four people when it's down to Death Triangle, <laughs> Jungle Boy, and John Silver. Yep. Very worth a watch. And Jungle Boy is so good that I almost thought he was going to win. So did I. He got that new entrance song. I like, thought they were going to put him I went into I went into the match fully expecting that Jurassic Express had zero chance of winning. And then when it's one-on-one, I'm just like, oh, Jungle Boy is going to win. Yeah, he's, it's nuts. It's, yeah. Absolutely. And then I'd say about here is when we start getting sort of to like the lower end of, I mean, it's the last three matches, but this is where the, these three, I think is where the pay-per-view sort of took a turn for me. So we had the big money match, Hangman versus Matt Hardy. Man, I don't know if I want to see too many, to I don't know if I want to see too many more Matt Hardy matches if Hangman can't get a great match out of him. It was fine. It was uh, yeah. it was okay, but like Hangman's Hangman's legitimately like a top three wrestler right now in the world, I think. Like his his matches I agree recently, there. his matches recently have been so good. 
like him and Omega are gonna put on like the greatest match of the year when it finally happens. Yeah, there's gonna be so much storytelling in that match. Um, but yeah, I mean it's sad because I really like Matt Hardy, but if Hangman can't get like a good match out of you, then I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the prospects are. Exactly. You're, you're, yeah, not great. And then up next, we have the most talked about match on the show for good reason. Um, it sucks to put it down this low. We have the exploding barbed wire death it match. Very much. The main event, Kenny Omega defeating John Moxley. In what I thought, given that I don't really like these steps, like these kind of death match steps all that much, I thought they yeah, did a really they, good they job. Because especially this step, it's very limited oh, in what you can do. Like, you can't use the ropes. You can't really have... You can't do most of the things you could normally do in, like, a regular wrestling match. That's true. Literally, I thought it was just going to be grappling the entire match, just based on how it started. And un- how, un- how do you not hit the and honestly, unlike the last match, where I think the only cool thing about the last match was like the Dark Order propping Hangman up for the buckshot, this one had some cool parts. You had like the exploding barbed wire bat. That was cool. Um, yeah. you had, oh, that was sweet. It was a little delayed, but still awesome. You had, uh, you had Moxley um, saving himself from the one-winged angel by hitting the rope with his foot. Oh, that was insane. That's such a Moxley thing to do. To set off the explosions. Yeah, that was cool. And even the the paradigm shift off, like, the edge to the outside exploding pad, which didn't really probably work how they wanted it to. It was still pretty cool and very brutal. And then... Omega looked like he got concussed. Yeah. And then we get to the ending, and everything is awesome. The, I think the match is really good until the Good Brothers come out, honestly. That's where I kind of lost it because, one, ah. I, didn't, I didn't think it needed the interference from them as a match. No. And then, two, it just kind of went downhill from there. Um, so the Good Brothers beat Moxley down with Omega. He takes a one-winged angel onto a chair, which looks fucking horrible. <laughs> yes, brutal. Um, Absolutely. And then they're gonna the heels are just gonna explode Moxley is basically what's gonna happen. And Eddie Kingston comes out to like yeah. sacrifice himself to save him, which is awesome storytelling. Like I feel so bad for Eddie Kingston. Oh. It was gonna be great. Because what happens yeah. next is a bunch that of sparklers go off. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of an explosion. And then tiny explosion. Separate. Not even explosions, so, just like smoke. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Not was, synchronized even a little bit. And unfortunately, it kind of ruined the show. It definitely ruined the match. <laughs> oh. I think it hurt. It I think they hurt. have been able to spin it pretty well on AEW and make it like Yeah less bad than it could slash probably should be but still not good still unfortunate yeah i mean the end result was saying that you know kingston is good friends 
with Mox and, you know, now they're friends. At least that part worked. Yeah, and the Mox Kingston team is going to be cool as hell. <laughs> hell yeah, some brutal matches ahead. Stay tuned. But, yeah, overall... Oh, wait, there is one more match. <laughs> I forgot about it. And I mean, Oh, who so bad we forgot about it. Who can blame you? Uh, Miro and Kip Sabian defeated the best friends. Don't watch it. You just don't need to. <laughs> no. Miro. Poor Miro. I feel bad for Miro, but it looks like things are changing for him and he's not going to be with Kip for very much longer. So that's the right call. Yeah, he needs to do him. So now we'll jump on to previewing Fastlane. Boy, Overall, does... when I hear Fastlane is coming up every year, the excitement level is, you know, never above maybe a three, maybe a four max. Yeah, this show just doesn't need to happen. It's, I'd much rather have, like, a really long build to WrestleMania, so, like, can be super into those storylines and there's time to change things that aren't working it doesn't need to happen and then they made it like worse than it needed to be which we'll get into (laughs) yes yes um so yeah i'd say overall my excitement level low i give it about a three or four three or four i'm probably not even gonna watch this live (laughs) i I promise you i will not i'll probably just catch it on monday (laughs) same same um yeah it's just it's at a bad time of the year right before mania and because of that there's just like there's very little stakes on this show Mm -hmm. even though there's three championships up for grabs there's very little stakes that's that's the sad thing there's quite a few matches without championships in them at all more than usual on a card like this but i don't know not great yeah so i guess we'll just jump into the preview (laughs) it's not it's not beat around the bush um so we have the first match i have problems with (laughs) we have drew mcintyre versus sheamus totally deserves to be a pay-per-view match Totally, honestly, deserves to be like a main event pay per view match with how good Sheamus has been, and honestly, this feud's been pretty good too. But Drew McIntyre is already announced to be facing Bobby Lashley at Mania, so why isn't? Why do they just not do that and make this match for that spot at Mania? That would just make so much more sense. It would make this match actually matter, like is actually be important. Yeah. Oh, it's... Oh, why? It's, like, we know what kind of match it's going to be. It's just going to be, you know, meaty men slapping, slapping meaty men match. I mean, Drew's going to come up, obviously going to win, because they basically already announced that. I think at this point, it's a match to be like, oh, can Sheamus soften up Drew to make him lose to Bobby? Yeah. Or the there's the off chance, which I don't granted, I don't think this will happen. There's the off chance that Sheamus wins and there's a triple threat at Mania and I don't know, Drew pins Sheamus at Mania so that Bobby doesn't get pinned, like weird stuff, weird Vince stuff. Yeah. Oh, there could be some fuckery, but usually but, they don't do us too dirty. 
No, but I mean, and honestly, the Mania match should be Drew versus Bobby. I'm not even mad at that. It just, it shouldn't be announced already. (laughs) It makes, this match makes zero sense whatsoever. Like, Um, rough them up. But yeah, like you said, this will be hard hitting. It'll probably be really good. It Honestly, if if a match down the line wasn't on the card, I'd probably say this is a shoe in for match of the night. Yeah, I would agree. But yeah, I don't know. It's just hard to get excited about a match with literally zero stakes. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't make sense at all. Um, so next up, we have an intergender match. Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Like, I don't sure. think they... Like, I'm hoping it's cinematic. Because otherwise, why? <laughs> I mean, I oh. think we've been saying for the last couple pay-per-views that there's going to be some weird Randy Orton spooky shit. And they haven't done it yet. So it has to be this time. (laughs) I'm thinking this is... It has to be Orton legit attacks her. And then the Fiend comes back to save her. And then... Yeah, I kind of want to... That's the only thing that makes any sense. I kind of want to see Bliss take an RKO. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I think she'd sell it like a champ. Um, I won't be sad about it whatsoever. And the thing is, I want a Firefly Funhouse Randy Orton match. Oh, I would love yes, it. <laughs> it's what the people want. With, ha- with how good the John Cena Firefly Funhouse match was, with like not a ton to go off of with Cena, to be honest, like a Randy Orton Firefly Funhouse, you have tons to go off of. Yes, exactly. You got a whole year worth of stuff, basically. Yeah, you could have so much shit from his past to bring up and, like, name and shame him on. It would be awesome. I could get behind that. Um, I mean, as a match, I just I think this isn't going to happen. Or at least if it does happen, it's going to be very short. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. I don't even know how to pick a winner in this because I don't really think it's going to like end like yeah, a normal I match. I don't think there's going to be like a winner. I mean, they'll, I guess there'll be a winner technically probably, but like, I don't know. I just predicted Alexa Bliss, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go I'll go there too because the Fiend will save her maybe. Yeah, it's maybe. probably, realistically, it's probably like a DQ or a no contest or whatever, but the, the result doesn't actually matter. No, not at all. Bring back the Fiend. <laughs> yeah, I do want to see the Fiend back. He's been gone for long yeah. enough, I think, just to sell being burned alive. Exactly. <laughs> what, a, what a better comeback than the Fiend coming back at WrestleMania with itself what a what a weird sentence i just said that he's been long enough to (laughs) sell being burned alive (laughs) burned so much wrestling's weird dude (laughs) yeah he does he does have a good sell going right now not gonna lie i mean i mean i think at least personally i have expected him to show up the next night at raw when that happens so like 
He has been gone for a hot minute. Yeah, I thought he'd do the full bandaged up, like, oh, I still survive, but like, I'm a mummy, basically. The fiend mummy is what I want. And then the second match I'm mad at. Uh, the Women's Tag Team Championship, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler with Reginald defending against Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Why is this happening? The only reason this would be a good thing is if somehow Sasha and Bianca win. That wouldn't be good. Why, how, how, would that be, how would that be good? I mean... It's best out of the worst case. I don't know. It's all why, just bad. That's only. Why are the tag anything. belts always in the main title feud? Why? Why can they not just write a tag belt storyline? I don't even know. Why is Reginald know. the main factor of the Royal Rumble winner versus the main champion? I'd say Reginald's at least top ten in the women's division right now. He's literally the main focus of the feud between Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. It makes no fucking sense. He's he was Carmella's sommelier. <laughs> Everything changed when he did that backflip off the ring. She's not even in this anymore, but he still is. He's been gone for a minute now. Oh, that's bad. um. I hate the trope of like tag partners that can't get along. I. They do it all the time with the women's tag division, and I hate it literally every time. <laughs> yes, it's never been a good thing, not once. It happened with Nia and Shayna, and they've sort of made it work, to be honest, like way better than... The fact that this team's still a team is like a credit to them. <laughs> exactly. They've made it way further than I thought they ever would. Uh, and I'm picking them to win because I just want them to win, and for this to not happen <laughs> I gotta go I gotta go Sasha Sasha Bianca just because it's the only reason the match would be worth watching at all yeah I just if you put the belts on Sasha Bianca and then they have to have a match at Mania it's just like a mess and I just I yeah. I, oh, I like it's a, it's a classic. I like tag team wrestling <laughs> And I just want to see tag team yeah. wrestling exist. And when you just put the tag belts into the main, the fucking world championship <laughs> feud, it just, the tag belts don't mean anything. You're thinking too much about AEW. This is WWE. We don't do that nonsense here. Yeah. But why have the belts? Then? Why have two? They have two sets of women's tag team belts now. They don't even know how to do to work with one. Neither of the men's tag titles are even on this pay-per-view at all. No, I haven't. I don't even know who the men's tag titles champs are right now. <laughs> I don't know who the SmackDown men's one. I know the New Day. It's the New, New Day, Day and the Dirty Dogs. Is, is it the New Day and the Dirty Dogs? Right. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. <laughs> like, come on, man. Does it all right there? <sighs> I just—it's so frustrating. Yeah, it's been it's been an issue for a very long time with the old WWEs. And I don't yeah, and it's weird cuz like during the like the attitude era, you know, when when Vince was like doing the best business he's ever done. 
tag teams were all over the show and they were great. <laughs> exactly. They were huge. They were huge. Well, they're not the. Yeah, I'm frustrated, but I won't go on about it any longer. <laughs> just yeah, just get just just have this match end, and hopefully for for my sake, Sasha and Bianca don't win, and they can just actually have a feud for like a couple weeks before Mania. Cause they yeah. haven't even really had a feud yet. They're partners right now. <laughs> if if they win it at the pay per view, I can see them dropping it on Raw the next night. Which would or be SmackDown. S- SmackDown. Yeah, they could do it on Raw too. It's a dual belt or dual brand belts. Who cares? I don't know. I'm, I'm done. I'm done talking yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. Okay, a match I am excited for. I, I will say right. this. Let's start it, it up. The match was probably the most build. Uh, maybe Alexa Randy technically has more more build, but like. Yeah, maybe Drew Sheamus too. A match with a lot of build and some good build. Uh, the Intercontinental Championship, Big E defending against the new Apollo Crews. This match has some potential. Yeah, I mean, I I love Big E. Obviously, I mean, who doesn't? Oh, same. Exactly. You don't know wrestling if you don't like. Um, by the way, I think his like Kickstarter campaign is going on still, and it sounds really cool. So go look into that. I think it's Our Heroes Rock is what it's called. It's like Schoolhouse Rock style celebration of Black heroes, which looks really cool. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, love Biggie, and honestly, like we've I think oh. we've said it on this show, and fans have been saying it for for years now to just give Apollo Crews a character. Yes, they've done it. They did it. That's very true. It's, it's happened. He's a heel. Eureka. He's this cool, like Nigerian royalty heel. Like it's, it's cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I mean, it's, it's finally something to actually dig into instead of just being the athletic small dude. Also, you. Also, I, I don't know. I don't think they like strategically did this or anything, but it's uh, it's cool to have like the foreign African heel and then just against like another black guy. So it's you can't really see it as racist in any way. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's a good. It's exactly. A, it, they probably didn't do that strategically, but it's a good look. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't know if the foreign African heel <laughs> against, like, a white dude would be a good luck. <laughs> oh, WWE. But, no, I mean, it's really cool, I think. I think this this new Apollo character has been great. The heel turn was desperately needed for him. Very, very desperately. Um, And, I mean, this match would be really fucking good. You have two really good workers in there. Yeah, I mean, there's really no doubt in my mind who's winning this, but it will be a good match. Oh, yeah, I'm big and big E for sure. It's it's his first title defense on a pay-per-view. Like, yeah. He's got he's to retain it. Um, yeah, but I mean, you have a you have Big E who's just like so athletic, but just huge and meat and everything else. 
And then I mean you have just you have Apollo who can just like bust out a standing moonsault whenever he wants, like Yeah, it's uh it's kind of insane. It's it should be it probably could steal the show, not even mine. Yeah, I could it could, that might be the one to it. It probably has like a chance of being match of the night. I'd be a little surprised, but it definitely definitely will be up there. Huge unpredictability factor with that one. Yeah, because I actually think Apollo has a pretty good chance of winning just because like, he did just turn heel. But Well, I, and that's when they do it. Establish it. But I do think Big E just has to win because they're not, they're not giving him a world title shot this mania, so I think and the, the the hope is still that he'll get one next year, but if, to do that, I think he has to keep this title now. Yeah, I mean, what Lashley just did with the in or the U.S. just stayed champ, dominant, lose it, skyrocketed right to the main event. Yep, totally deserved with Bobby and Biggie as well. Hell yes! Like I, honestly, Biggie, sh- I. It, Things can change, obviously. This is almost a year, but Biggie should win the Rumble next year, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. Him, him, and Cesaro as a final two in the Rumble. Yeah, no, Cesaro absolutely should get a another world title shot as well. But I don't even know if he's had one. But like, he was in that chamber to get one, sort of whatever. Yeah. Um. So the next match, speaking of world titles, is the Universal Championship match, Roman Reigns defending against Daniel Bryan with special enforcer Edge or Jey Uso. I think that's going to be determined on SmackDown tonight as as we're recording this right now. Oh, man. I assume be... that's probably Jey Uso. It could be Edge, but it's more likely that it's Jey Uso, I guess. Yeah, I guess with Edge, sense. it kind of heightened. Yeah, I could see him screwing Deep Right over and then turning the main into a triple threat all of a sudden. Yeah, that's that's sort of my worry with this, because I think I... It's weird, because I think I'd rather see <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns at Mania than Roman Reigns and Edge at this point, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it It takes a little bit of the load off Edge's back if he's got another veteran in there to make some bumps for him. Yeah, I mean, I think if Brian gets added to the match, it signals that Roman's not keeping the belt, but that's that's fine. It's not a huge deal. Um, I think that this match would be more interesting with Edge as the enforcer compared to Jey Uso. Agreed. Um, I don't think they're going to have Edge lose this close to Mania. I do like the, like, Daniel Bryan getting screwed by Edge angle just sort of as, like, Edge kind of saying, like, ooh, I'm kind of more scared of Daniel than I am of Roman. That's kind of, like, a funny a funny angle to me. But this match yeah, fucking rock. <laughs> I mean, we got to see, oh, what, a gosh. minute of it at elimination chamber and yeah. and that minute, minute was and, and that minute was really good yeah it was with a immediate pop with a beaten down daniel bryan so fully fresh and ready to go should be 
That should be really cool. Roman's been... I think Roman's been great at selling the, like, I don't want to face Brian, like, angle. Oh, hell yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, I mean, if you're if you're a champion who... With with how uh, with how Daniel Bryan's been booked, like why would you want to face him, right? Like in kayfabe, like it's scary, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is exactly. Only only thing that's unpredictable is the ref at this point. Yeah, that's the, the thing. thing I think it says it. it says special guest enforcer, which is weird because that's like. Is that a ref? And I'm out. I'm not yeah. sure. I feel like Enforcer sometimes is just a dude that stands on the outside to just, like, control things or something. I feel like I've seen that before. Yeah, it's, it's weird that it's not... They're not the ref, theoretically. No. But who knows? They could just change it. Some fun. They, they are the ref. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> Not at all. That's a WWE move. Um. Yeah. I. I'd, I'd bet going into it that this will be match of the night. It. It would make the most sense. I mean, you got two vets. Roman's at the top of his game. D. Bright is in the giving good matches to people. His career. Yeah. And I mean, I, I assume whether by nefarious means or edge or whatever that we're both picking Roman to win. Yes. Oh, most definitely. Because I think the last thing you want if you're WWE is a Daniel Bryan versus Edge WrestleMania match. Yeah, you probably don't want that to end up happening. Not with the Tribal Chief being as hot as he is right now. Well, also, I think they want Edge to get cheered, and I, that's not how you get Edge cheered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do not do him wrong. Which is unfortunate, because, like, Edge, he's good as a face, but way better as a heel. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> but Way better. I don't think they'll do him dirty. But, yeah, over, overall, I mean, like we started said at the beginning, it's just hard to get excited for Fastlane. There's going to be some good matches. There's, like, honestly, the last two I'm, like, kind of excited for. Yeah. I'd say there's at least two, possibly three. There'll at least be one wonky finish or something something you won't want to miss. Yeah. Storyline-wise, not a, not a lot going on. But like you said, there's no tag team match. I think on Raw they like made like the New Day already have their opponents for Mania and they just like didn't have a match on why didn't they just have New Day win the titles here? (laughs) That would make too much sense, Hunter. Way too much sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird because they, like, it was, like, a couple weeks ago I was seeing that, like, Vince was, like, redoing all of the WrestleMania plans. And it's, like, you don't have it planned out before the Rumble? (laughs) Yeah. 
I couldn't tell you what the thinking is in, in any of that nonsense. Like, it seems so easy, because they, like, phone in TLC every year, so it seems easy to just take that time and plan out Mania, right, and then just work backwards. But, whatever. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's... I'm sure it is harder than it seems, but, like, can't be this hard. You wouldn't think so. You really wouldn't. Um, yeah, and, and like I said, there'll be some good stuff on the show. It's just hard to get excited for, for Fastlane when you have Mania coming up, you have TakeOver coming up. Yeah, so basically, just treat it as a WrestleMania pre-show. It's honestly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that pretty much wraps up everything for Fastlane. You like energy? You like the drinks? Menzoa is the drink for you. Made by the rock. For the rock. To turn you into a rock. Rock your socks off. Zoa coming to GNC near you. Suck it. On that note, let's wrap up this episode. You can find me on Instagram at walk with brando and you can find me on instagram at welchnut and you can also follow my twitch streams at twitch.tv slash welchnut you can find our podcast backstage heat on spotify apple Podcasts, anchor just about anywhere else you find podcasts and you can find more of our one-of-a-kind wrestling content on youtube instagram and facebook at backstage heat podcast